Hello, and welcome to Plants for the People, People for the Plants. It is I, Olivia Birch, and today I would like to introduce a fantastic fungal friend I found recently in the forest near my home, Maitake. Typically, I would have Peter Birch, my dear mushroom enthusiast, introduce another mushroom to us, but today I am, since the specimen we found recently is the first maitake I have ever come across on a mushroom hunt. I was so thrilled I decided to branch out and share a bit about them. The name maitake is Japanese, mai meaning dance and take meaning mushroom. It has this name because it is said that when one finds maitake, they dance with joy. Also, the alternating caps on the fruiting body look like dancers. In English, we often call maitake hen of the woods, which is apt. When you see a large gray bundle nestled on the ground near a decaying stump, it does remind me of a hen in one of their little dust beds reposing. The Latin scientific name for maitake is Griffola frondosa, another good description giving homage to the leafy or frondy shape it takes on. Maitake is one of my favorite forageable edibles because they are both delicious and highly medicinal. They are a polypore mushroom sought for its delicious flavor and texture. Maitake is commonly found in the wild and is also one of the most widely cultivated mushrooms along with button mushrooms, shiitakes, and oyster mushrooms. They are revered in Asia, especially Japan, and now in the States as well. They are found in late summer and fall in the eastern part of the U.S. as well as in Europe and Asian countries. They fruit on the lower trunks and roots on the base of maples, oaks, and other hardwood trees. Often, the search for mushrooms engages our physical senses like sight and smell, as well as our instincts. We were on a walk along some slopes near our home with our senses perked for fungal friends. We spotted a downed log with many other polypore types thriving along it, and Pete suggested we get closer. As we inspected the area, I suddenly spotted a large grayish cluster near the base of the tree the log came from. I excitedly said to Pete, what's this? And he replied, oh my goodness, it's a maitake. We oohed and aahed at their beauty before carefully prying the cluster from its home to take with us. What a find, since we had only come across your typical oysters and a few pheasants backs past their prime. Maitake is a unique polypore that doesn't have any true lookalikes. As always, we nevertheless examined them carefully for identifying traits to be sure, and referenced our guides when we got home. Maitake's fruiting bodies are often growing on or near the ground, attached to dead or dying hardwood trees or roots. They are composed of small, spoon-shaped, overlapping caps, sometimes forming rosettes, with a solid base. Maitake can be quite large, weighing up to 50 pounds when fresh. Color-wise, they range from white, buff, tan, to brown. Sometimes they have clearly zoned areas of lighter and darker colors on caps. Christopher Hobbs, my main reference for more details on maitake, says he has even found specimens with a lavender tint. On the underside of the caps, there are many tiny pores. It is white and textured, a bit rough to the touch. Maitake has a mild, pleasant scent and tastes slightly sweet, overall rather mild, and not usually bitter. An optimal specimen is soft and tender, especially when they are young. Given its typically large size, Hobbs recommends harvesting only half of them to take home and cook. 
When you leave part of it to continue its life in the wild, you allow the remaining portion to spread its spores so next year you can return to the same spot and find another. If there are multiple specimens in sight, it is more reasonable to harvest a whole one. Finding beautiful edible mushrooms is very exciting and it is tempting to take them all. I myself have done this before, but it is really important to respect the web of life in the forest. It is beneficial to the circle of life around us to practice both gratitude and moderation when wildcrafting, be it mushrooms or plants that you are after. Give thanks to the tree for giving their life so your future meal had a happy home in which to blossom, and to Mother Nature for bestowing you with the insight to spot them. Gratitude is a practice that allows us as humans to energetically vibrate on one of our highest frequencies, and this resonates outward into the world, bringing us closer to the great essence of life that nourishes us all spiritually. This act generates life in and around us, hence why it is so important. Maitake is a mushroom that personally I prefer to cook and eat fresh. It tastes delicious in soups, stir fries, sauteed with butter or oil and some salt, or grilled. One can also dry their specimen to save for winter when fresh mushrooms are hard to come by. Dried mushrooms rehydrate fantastically and it is hard to tell the difference from a fresh one. You can also take your dried specimen and grind it into a powder to make a tea and consume on the daily. Another preparation that makes it easy to incorporate daily is as a tincture. You would ideally have two to three droppers once or twice daily. Making a mushroom broth with a host of fungal friends and perhaps some immune-boosting herbs is a beautiful way to save their medicine and have it on a daily basis so as to maximize their medicinal properties in your body. Traditionally in Japan, maitake is a common remedy for arthritis, hepatitis, and immune deficiency conditions. They are also beneficial for cancer support and for cancer prevention. Maitake, like reishi, is a mushroom that could alleviate rheumatoid arthritis as well because it modulates our immune system. Additionally, maitake boosts our immune system function and has been scientifically shown to reduce blood sugar, reduce total cholesterol levels, and enhance our memory. Scientists have also found evidence that they provide antidepressant, anti-tumor, and antiviral effects in our body. What a friend indeed. In traditional Chinese medicine, maitake is a medicine for strengthening the digestive functions, to moisten the lungs, to protect the liver, and again, strengthen our immune response. A large number of animal studies with maitake, as well as several human clinical trials, give us the scientific data that back up thousands of years of experiential evidence, all pointing to maitake's powerful medicine. Even if you aren't concerned with what science or tradition has to say about maitake as medicine, as long as you enjoy mushrooms as food, you can enjoy maitake. Some folks report GI distress after eating maitake, which is common with most mushrooms, the key here is to cook your mushrooms well and try a small amount the first time so you can adequately gauge how your body will respond. With that said, I encourage everyone to get out there on some sunny south-facing slopes a day or two after a good rain. There is no better medicine than a hike in the forest regardless of the mushrooms or plants you might find, and all the better if you do. That is all for today, folks. Thank you for listening today on WDRT Viroqua. Reach out with questions, commentary, and general enthusiasm to my email, ORP1015 at gmail.com. And with that, be well.